The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, which can only mean we are talking NASCAR with Phil and Steve. What's going on, Phil? What's going on, gang? I am pumped up. We got three races this weekend, loud New Hampshire and a little IndyCar mixed in, and uh, I'm going back to back here. We just we just did an hour on the NFL pod, so I'm, I'm pumped up. Let's do this thing. Nice. Steve, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going great, man. That new intro, that new intro has really got me uh, pumped up for this this week. That, that's really good stuff there. I'm so glad. Yeah, I built it just so you guys could get jacked up to, to talk uh, some racing with us. I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew. <laughs> Shut up, Chip. <laughs> nice. So, Steve, what's going on, man? I haven't talked to you in forever. Yeah, I didn't have a voice last week, so we're back this week. Um, thanks for filling in for me again. Uh, that, that's the second time. So, uh, I was, yeah, I was scared and alone. I know it's tough, man. I know you had to uh, really, really uh, grind it out there. But I, I, I have full confidence in you on a weekly basis that you can do that. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. All, All right. right, should we dive right in? Man, let's dive right in. Should we? Should we real quick get serious just for a second? Okay. I, I want to wish. The, my, my all my thoughts and prayers to Yungi, and I hope that Yungi gets better very soon. Get well soon, Yungi. All right, prayers up. There we go. All right, now we can get to it because the rumors are untrue. I know Yungi; he would never do those kinds of things. I, I, I think Yungi might even be a be a guy. I'm not sure, man. That's right. You may want to click that hashtag. Ah, whatever. It's all right, it. man. So let's let's tackle this thing. We've got the Xfinity series first. They are. Kicking off tomorrow, they have practiced, they have qualified, and we're uh, we're ready to roll. Who threw that thing on the pole, Steve? Ah, uh, Josh Berry. You know, to be honest, I didn't get home in time today to see oh, no. practicing qualifying, so that was unfortunate. But I did. I I still got a chance to look through the practice data, uh, which is good. I'm prepared to uh, dish out what I've absorbed, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah, Josh Berry is on the pole. So he has a little bit of damage. I don't know how bad the damage is uh, at this point, but well, I know yeah, he put, it, he put it in the wall. He put it in the wall during his qualifying lap. Well, that's interesting. Is, yeah. is, it, is it like it, when Hosevar did it? Um, I, I honestly, I have no idea how how bad the damage is. I, I don't know what it's gonna what it's gonna take to get them turned around tomorrow. 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's a little, bit, a little bit of a twist there, but I mean, track position is so important. I can't imagine they'd want to fix the car. You know, I mean, it's, it's New Hampshire. You got to be out front. Yep, you need the clean air. So, um, where are we starting? I I know uh, I know we had talked a little bit about William Byron as an outright to win. It's a short number, seeing two seventy five uh, across the betting boards. Um, he didn't qualify that well, but he was fast in practice. So, you, you sticking by it? Yeah, funny thing. Um, this actually got reposted uh, at three seventy-five or three fifty. Maybe it's three fifty, but uh, looks like uh, the he's getting hammered again. So I mean, it, it opened up, uh, I believe, at the beginning, beginning of the week around that that same number. I think it was like maybe three three hundred or so, somewhere in that range, and then it got bet down a little bit. So it's pretty obvious that the people in general, think that William Byron is going to be the best car in race trim. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm okay with it. Does that make it's us nervous fun. when the public is that enthused as well? Or no? Doesn't matter. Uh, I, it's tough. I mean, it's not like it's a 20-to-1 guy catching, mm-hmm. you know, all the steam. He, he's the favorite. He's probably the class of the field. He has really good history here. He won a K&N race in 2015. Uh, he won a truck race, I think, in 2017 uh, at, at Loudon. So uh, he's got he's got the class. He's going to have a, a Hendrick car underneath him. Um, so I mean, it, it makes sense. While you know why that number is shrinking, um, Steve, do you have any reason not to play it? No, I mean it's it's not quite it's not quite the uh, the Hendrick car. It's the fifth Junior Motorsports car. It's not like the Larson situation last week, but either way, it's, it is a Junior Motorsports car and. Obviously, they had a lot of pace this year. Um, I don't really have a whole lot more to say. I mean, uh, we've seen all these guys get into the Xfinity Series in that uh, fifth junior motorsports car and have a lot of success. So, okay, nice. That's about um, it. Yeah, cool. Um, there were a couple of head-to-heads that we had highlighted. I am checking the price on those. Uh, the first one was um, Trevor Bain over who was he against was it dinger it's the, the dinger. dinger dinger it was the dinger and i'm i'm not seeing that on the board anymore there's probably a good reason for it uh it's also yeah. a pretty good reason to join the book club we had this thing tipped on wednesday i believe um we got it at a really good price but but tell me why we're on the right side yeah uh trevor bain uh was pr- pretty much the second fastest car in practice behind ty gibbs and just above william byron uh, I mean, that's pretty much as simple as it gets there. I, I Let me check and see where he qualified. I think it was towards the front, but has a lot of speed. Uh, generally, I liked the the Gibbs cars here. They usually show quite a bit of pace. We remember what happened last year with Christopher Bell. He was lightning fast. He ran away from the field with it. So we're running yeah, I mean, a team here with uh, Trevor Bean, kind of a similar situation. He's he's kind of filling in uh, once again over there with that team. He's starting sixth, so surprising because uh, he starts sixth and uh, the Dinger starts seventh. Hmm. So not really a big difference there in the qualifying, but I guess uh, the books looked at the practice speeds, and that's kind of where they're basing off this line movement because it's an extreme difference from, from opening to reopening. Yeah, in, in practice, Bain was second, and you have to scroll all the way down to 12th to see the dinger, to, to play with your dinger. So, um, yeah, I think the, the books are kind of reading the tea leaves here and have the same idea that we do. Um, so if that repopulates, 
I'd feel comfortable playing Bane to what, like minus one forty. Yeah, I think that's 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 fair. I, as a whole, we see a lot of college cars qualifying up front. Um, that's not unusual. We've seen that this year. They, we've seen them qualify up front. I think they trim the cars out too much. Uh, I expect that their race speed is not going to be quite any really anywhere close to where they're qualifying because if you look at the practice data and compare it to where they qualified at Landon Castle is the best example for this. I mean, he qualified, let me see where he qualified. I know it's towards the front. Um, Castle, yeah, qualified fifth. Yeah. I mean, Castle hasn't had top speed, top five speed the entire year. And he didn't have top five speed in practice either. He was down there below 15th, you know, 15th through 20th, that kind of range. I mean, that's that's not even really remotely close to where he is starting the, the race. So I, I feel like uh, the, the college cars are kind of, kind of back up a little bit for sure. Yeah, I agree. And we've seen the Dinger struggle with long run tire wear. And uh, this is a track that somewhat lends itself to to that being a problem. So – uh, look for the look for the dinger to be a boat anchor on the long runs. <laughs> All right, we got another head to head here. We're looking at the Ty Gibbs. We're back in that Gibbs Gibbs gang over Noah Gregson. That was minus one twenty. Uh, that has moved to unplayable territory. It's minus two hundred now oh. against Gregson, plus one seventy. <laughs> yeah, um, Gibbs's fifty four car was in victory lane under Chris Bell um, last year. And I, I mean, Gibbs has the goods here in Loudon. So, man, that that thing got got unplayable on us. Which is again why you need to be in the book club. It's twenty five bucks a month. But um, is there any other way to play Gibbs, Steve? I, I see- would say that the top three still playable on DraftKings minus one fifteen. Uh, we got in there at plus one ten. It's minus um, one eighteen at Sugar House Casmo. Is that okay or no, dude? Oh yeah, yeah. Yep, that's that's yeah. Ty Gibbs had the best car on the long run. It, it looks like in, in practice. I don't think he had the greatest qualifying session. Once again, I have to remind you, I did not watch qualifying, and I didn't tape it unfortunately because I didn't expect to be home so late. But yeah, Gibbs qualified fourth. I expect that uh, the long run speed there will carry him into the top three uh, pretty easily. I mean this. Richmond is a track that you, I would say, should play the matchups heavier. It's not like last week, right, where you just take these super long shots at a really unpredictable racetrack like um, Atlanta is now. We're going back to New, uh, New Hampshire. A really, really predictable race. Kind of, kind of, more, even like where you start is kind of where you finish. We just hope that you know, Colin backs up a little bit, obviously, but generally. Uh, you can predict race pace based off looking at practice speeds, et cetera, a lot track history. We see all, Noah Gregson said it. I, I, I knew he was going to struggle today. He said it last year. I have it in my notes. He said that this is his worst racetrack, and we saw it. He qualified. I mean, he qualified way better than his pretty practice, but practice speed was uh, pretty far down there, so, mm-hmm. and that's unusual for him. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm- – I'm seeing a little bit of a a, uh, a play here that I like. Uh, I like Allgaier over Barry. Can you get with me on that one? 
I don't mind it. I gotta check the number. I th- I think I looked at it. Uh, yeah, plus, plus one hundred. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mention all guy uh, all the time here on the show that uh, we know he's not gonna qualify and practice well. So, but he, I'm not he scared did. to back all guy in this situation because we know he's gonna show up when it comes to the race. Yeah, I mean, in in our in our understanding, he normally. Um, has the thing trimmed out for the race and not for qualifying yet. He, he put this thing at P three in qualifying. So I think that bodes well, um, for him to have a strong day. So, um, I mean, I'm kind of looking at, looking at his win number. I'm seeing plus 600. Maybe that's a good pivot off of Byron. If you like to live a little dangerously, but definitely the plus hundred over Barry. Yeah. I don't mind that at all. I like that angle. Look at us. Just a couple of guys. You know, the green and, on a bet. And as, as we talked about before, we don't know how the damage is, is going to affect Josh Berry. This isn't really a track. It, it's a one-mile, uh, kind of a short, flat track. Not really going to be heavily impacted with bad arrow if there's a little bit of a fender damage there. But, uh, I mean, anything, any any small edge you can gain is a good edge. So, would you know. Would you go so far as to say it's the magic mile? Oh, that's what I was thinking of. You know, earlier I, I was like, "There's this Dover is a mile track." I know that's the monster mile. I'm like, "What is New Hampshire?" I said, "There you go. Thank you. Thanks, Phil." It is the magic. <laughs> it is the magic mile. They stole it from it, Chicago. Um, I, I don't know what Chicago is. I, I think you might be showing your age here, but yeah, they they do call it the magic mile. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, do you have anything else for this particular race, Steve? No, I had Trevor Bain for a top five. Uh, that's got quite a bit of uh, movement there because of his practice. Um, it was plus 110, but we got that in early. Uh, Sam, Sam Mayer, I got to say, Sam Mayer uh, didn't qualify so well, but if you look at his practice data, actually, yeah, the, the, the public's already reacted. I, I saw it reopen at 18 to 1, and it's down to 15 to 1 already. So. If you haven't gotten Sam Mayer in, I would definitely get that top five plus 125 and get the outright at 15 to one. And that's probably the best price I've seen. It's already getting hit. So run on over there. Where, um, where was the 15 to one? Is that DraftKings? Yes. It's uh, 16 at uh, Casimo. Nice. Yeah, fan, grab, uh, grab the extra buck. Yeah, Sam Mayer was uh, – I'm looking at the practice times. He was uh, fourth – Fourth ish on a long run, uh, top five speed. I mean, that's that's good enough for me for a, a fifteen to one play. That's a pretty long shot there, so definitely playable for the top five as well. He, he should be up there in the mix. Um, nice again. I like the J- J- GRM cars on race day. Nice and Sam Mayer. I mean, Sam Mayer. He kind of he's kind of um, makes his dough there on the short tracks. So that's kind of how he grew up. So this should play right in his wheelhouse this weekend. Yeah, he's a top five machine, so I, I dig it. I dig Absolutely. It. Uh, all right. Any Anywhere else you want to go on this one, or should we move on? I just want to say Fade Hemrick. <laughs> okay. He's another college guy. He qualified second. Again, haven't seen the speed from him all year in the, in race trim. So the only I don't think he holds that. I, I don't know if you have an opinion on that. but Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good to Fade Hemrick, but I, I don't like the option I have on, on DraftKings with uh, – Gregson, so I am 
looking for another way to do it. But I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm on that boat. I'm paddling with you. Yeah, Greg's um, has moved uh, five cents in his direction. Um, so, I mean, if I had to play, I would play on the Gregson side, but I uh, just, I don't like Noah Gregson's confidence at this place. He obviously has shown in the past that he hasn't favored this place. He, I think he finished 19th or something last year. And yeah, that's, that's pretty below average for his expectations. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking offshore here. We've got Brandon Jones against Hemrick plus 110, Austin Hill plus 115. Um, and Landon Castle plus one sixty. I wouldn't take that one. They're teammates. Yeah, but yeah, definitely worth a sprinkle on Jones and Hill, don't you think? If, if I had to take one there, I would take Brandon Jones because we're going to see Joe Gibbs, uh, the pit crew there, kind of shine. I think for Brandon Jones, even though if, even if he doesn't have a lot of speed, uh, he's not getting spots on pit road, and that'll get track position. And track position is going to be everything, as I mentioned earlier. Cool. Well, I just bet it. All right. Nice. All right, let's move over to Cup. What do you say? Yeah, let's go. All right, cool. So um, no practice yet, uh, no qualifying yet. So this opens up the poll winner to us. And you have identified a couple spots you like. We're going to take a half a unit and go William Byron plus 1,200 at DraftKings to win the poll. And that last tenth of a unit on Cole Custer, 100 to 1 on DraftKings. My bet on Cole Custer got reviewed, even though oh. it was a f- it was a five dollar bet, and it got reviewed. No shit, five fucking dollars. Five bucks under review. So, um, yeah, man, what what do you think? What why do you like this? I think they're really scared of you this week because you almost cashed a, a Corey LaJoy ticket last week at two hundred and fifty to one. I think that's for the their the problem with you this week. Yeah, my my heart broke. That was the most stress I've ever felt in my entire life in that that last five lap uh, shootout there. And then I listened to LaJoy's podcast this week, and apparently it was the most nervous he's ever been as well. <laughs> what, an, what an awesome, awesome podcast. So, uh, yeah, man, we're, we're, we're on the get back here. I'm, I'm going to chase another 100 to 1 with you. All right. I mean, a little bit more of a review. I mean, this is our uh, anniversary year here. We uh, this is the track that we hit the uh, eight to one Amarola last year. Yeah, that was a big week. Um, that was a big week. Yeah, that was that was pretty sweet. It was back to back winners because we hit Kurt Busch the week before. So you must have thought we were we were good at this, and then we we had you fold the rest of the way. <laughs> I think that's why we're still here. To be honest, you're living uh, off like the past. Weeks. Yep. <laughs> That's it. So, um, so to win this one, um, we're looking at Christopher Bell. We're going. We're going to split a a full unit three ways. We're going to put half of it on Christopher Bell, eighteen to one at DraftKings. And then we're going four tenths of a unit on Austin Sindrick, fifty to one, Sugar House, DraftKings, Fanduel. And then, dude, you, you got me to do it again. Another tenth of a unit on Bubba Wallace, a hundred to one, Sugar House, DraftKings, Fanduel. We just lost half of our viewers, but why should they? Why should they back him? Yeah, I mean, I can't blame you for not betting him, but I have an angle this week on him that some may or may not know. Um, we we know that Bubba Wallace and Christopher Bell swapped pit crews a little bit here. Hmm. So, yeah, so Bubba Wallace was complaining so much on the radio that they finally said, "Do we gotta get this guy some help over there on the twenty three car?" So. 
Christopher Bell got the low end, I guess, of the stick there. And uh, I guess I, we're betting both of them, right? So, I mean, I think Christopher Bell, we saw Christopher Bell last year. I, hopefully he has enough raw speed on the tracks so that way when he loses two or three spots every time he comes in the pit road, he can just make it right back up on the track because that's what we're going to need from him. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to need it. We're going to need that. So um, another thing we liked, we'll just we'll move down the, the card a little bit. Uh, we've got a bunch of top tens, bunch of top tens. Steve found a ton of value in this market here. So um, we went out on a limb. Happy anniversary. Full unit. Eric Almarola Ooh. plus 115 at Sugar House. Um, so, uh, you know, we're going back to the well here. Not nearly the payout, but uh, we like his consistency. He gets along here at Loudon pretty good. He's good on the comparable tracks. Um, so what do, what do you think, Steve? Is this a... Um, he doesn't owe us anything, so we're running it back kind of bet, or do you really believe in it? I like the top 10. Unfortunately, uh, Eric Amarola, 25 to 1 this year. Too short. Uh, oh, yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> they, uh, funny thing, when sports books lose a lot of money on long shots like that, they adjust very, very heavily. So they don't... <laughs> They don't like to make the same mistake twice, obviously. So Yeah, I mean, they, they almost had it right last year. I mean, Christopher Bell was absolutely tracking Almarola down, but it was rain-shortened. NASCAR called the thing. I think it was 20 laps short. Bell due to darkness. Make it. I believe yeah, it rained. Darkness. Not, yeah, it rained. Correct. Yeah, it rained. Then it got dark. Yeah. Um, so that was Bell's, Bell's race to, to win there, and uh, it just didn't shake out. So that's I think that's the real play this week is – uh, any Christopher Bell market, but uh, moving down the top ten, we're going Kurt Busch plus one thirty five at Sugar House, and then we're dropping the bomb. We're going a unit and a half Austin Cindric plus one ninety mm. Sugar House. That's even a better number than than I locked in early. So tell me about Cindric. Cindric is my favorite play of the week this week, and I'll tell you for multiple reasons why that is. Um, We've seen Cindric be very strong at these types of tracks, um, not only throughout his career, but um, this year. And that team specifically, we saw Cindric run really well at Gateway. Um, just Penske as a whole is pretty is very very strong on these flat tracks. So uh, I don't I don't understand the price. He opened up at thirty to one. And I bet it. Yeah, we and thought then, that was good. Right. And then they took the entire odds boards down and they relisted him and many others, but he got relisted at 50 to 1. So I bet it again. Same. <laughs> so another note here that is really significant. Um, Brad Kozlowski was running that two car last year, and that thing was an absolute rocket ship at this track specifically i mean this track new hampshire is, is, is a pretty unique track so uh whatever the two team had with brad kozlowski it was lethal because he he led he led he's led so many laps at this racetrack and Cindric has kind of taken over that uh that car over there this year I can, i'm going to go into track history a little bit with kozlowski but um that's kind of my angle there. Uh, Lugano's been super good at flat tracks. This is um, 
kind of his warehouse as well. So, I mean, the whole crew over there at, uh, I guess the Ford, I, I, you could say the Ford camp in general. So, yeah, Kozlowski, the last three races, Kozlowski's had an average finish of 4.7 and 249 laps led, which is the most in the field. So, yeah, I mean, with Cedric taking that over, I'm not, I feel like that would transfer for sure. Yeah, I mean, and if we're just talking driver pedigree, um, in the Xfinity series, you know, Phoenix is a comparable track. Cindric finished second there in 2021. He won at Phoenix in 2020. Um, he finished fourth uh, at New Hampshire in 2021. So, I mean, he gets along with, with these types of layouts. So, you add in that he's going to have Kozlowski's notebook from last year. You know, even though it's a new car, I'm sure it'll help out some than just coming in fresh. Uh, and for a rookie, anything helps. So, I love Cindric. I, I talked about it um, earlier on the, the Twitter spaces. Cindric was my favorite play of the weekend. It's your favorite play of the weekend. So uh, he'll probably wreck on lap two. But I, I love this bet. I, I, I would make it any day of the week. And he's getting underlooked. I don't see like a lot of people talking about him, but I don't see why they're not talking about him because the value is so, it feels like it's so good. Would you say it's too good to be true? <laughs> it could be too good to be true. <laughs> huh. But, right, well. um, I'm already I'm already locked in. I can't change my mind. <laughs> so yeah. that's yeah, that's all I got on Cedric. I just I just like that play a lot this week. Nice. And I, I just nice. like the Fords in general. We've seen Chevy struggle a lot here. We've seen Toyota be pretty good. We know last year with um the rain, um Truex spun early in the in the wet. Uh Kyle Bush spun, hit the wall, so he was kind of out of the race before it started and they threw the caution too late i think kyle bush could probably have won that race if it wasn't for that uh nascar decision there to run the race in the rain (laughs) so we got a little bit of a break there i think agreed cool um so then the the little bit of a longer shots here we're splitting one unit amongst these three guys we're going a half unit on chris busher plus 370 fanduel uh cole custer our 101 pole winner, maybe, hopefully, plus 850 at FanDuel. And then the other quarter unit, Harrison Burton, plus 1500 at DK. Um, spoiler alert, uh, this bet also got reviewed for me. I did a full no unit. Shit. Yeah, well, I did a full unit, and it was uh, 25 to 1 when I did it for his top 10. And it, it got, got reviewed, and I don't know if I moved it. Maybe, maybe Steve moved it. But it's 15 to 1 now. The value is still there. It, it's probably should be closer to 10 to one maybe. Uh, but Steve, tell us why. Well, I'm going to take another uh, route that I took with the Kozlowski uh, situation over there. We got, um, got Harrison Burton over here. He's started out the season really struggling, but he's, he's kind of uh, found his way a little bit, kind of like Cindric has. Um, it kind of makes you think that Ford, as as slow as they've started, they've, they've kind of figured things out. But especially at these types of racetracks, they, they, this is certainly where they uh, they, they they specialize in, in speed here. Um, I'm looking at the car that was run last year with Matt DiBenedetto. Uh, as we know, Harrison Burton is now in that car, and Matt DiBenedetto. This is this is kind of a his it's kind of his best racetrack. He's got in the last three races for Matt for Matty D. He had an average finish of seven point three, um, mm. the top five and a top ten, uh, two top tens actually. 
Matty D was pretty disappointing in this car last year, and you probably have to say the same thing with Harrison Burton. It's been pretty disappointing. But uh, this could be a weekend where uh, they could find some speed. Um, so that's kind of the angle I'm taking there with uh, Harrison Burton. Yeah, I, I I love Harrison Burton this weekend. So especially if it, I've got twenty five to one, so I'm I'm you know really rooting for that one at a top ten. So what, what do we got? Like thirty six or thirty seven cars in the field. He's just gotta gotta be in the top top twenty five percent. Give me it. Ship it. Yeah. I'm in. If you remember Gateway, uh, he unloaded really really quick at Gateway. Uh, he was inside the top ten, I believe, in the first part of practice. Um, it's all. It's a lot of it's about qualifying. If we can get Harrison Burton up there, qualifying inside the top fifteen, uh, it's all um, hopefully uphill from there. Anything can happen, or downhill. Well, I mean, we we hope for, we, we're optimistic on the round. We're optimistic. <laughs> Arch, are you locked into that? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Did you get reviewed? No, I didn't get reviewed oh, on this one. Man, look at you just flying under the radar. Mm-hmm. How about that? Nice. Uh, do you have any head-to-heads? Yes, I. I've been I've been watching this head-to-head all week. It's also again, it's Austin Centric versus Eric Amarola. It's moving all over the board. Uh, it, you can get it at plus one thirty at DraftKings now. Um, again, we're back in Cindric, but that feels uh, a little absurd to me. Plus one thirty there for Cindric. I mean, we've seen Amarola. I think Amarola was uh, better last year and the year before on this specific track type, especially. And we've seen Cindric kind of rounding in the form. So plus one thirty there seems off. I, I mean, I, I, uh, yeah. If I had to take a side there. That's the one I'm taking. I just wanted to hear from you first. So uh, I am locking that in as we speak. Yeah, I got two more after that as well. We haven't really talked about Tyler Reddick all that much. Uh, there's a lot of podcasts out there that talks about him moving over and the drama and, you know, the 2311 racing. And did he, was that a good decision? Was not a good decision? The bottom line is, he kind of um, blindsided uh, his current team over there at RCR race, uh, Racing. Um, really shocking news. I don't know what the whole plan, long scheme of things is there, but um, I don't know how it's going to affect him moving forward, but we've seen a lot of pace from him this year specifically, especially at these types of tracks. Well, I mean, Reddick is just so good across the board, but... I would say that um, he's been better than Briscoe. I mean, especially looking at Richmond Gateway, which is kind of what I'm using. And he's got that win on the road course. So I feel like Reddick is kind of riding some momentum this year. And he, he knows he has, he has a deal locked up in a good future. So he should feel pretty uh, relaxed this weekend getting that news off his chest. Yeah, I mean, the, everybody's talking about Reddick. Um... I mean, good move, bad move. Um, you know, in this life, I think you have to do what's best for you. And if the opportunity presented itself for him to go fucking get a bag full of money, I'm with you. Who wouldn't want Michael Jordan to be their boss? I know I would. I, I got an arch, you know, but um, second place is Michael Jordan on list of, <laughs> of bosses that I, I can work for. 
So I don't uh, gamble but, as much as Jordan does. No, you don't. I mean, um, and hopefully, hopefully his checks cash. So, right. I mean, I get it. I get it. I, I would want to work for, for Jordan too. He, he probably is just making sick money. Um, he's going over to a camp that, you know, isn't his teammate, isn't Austin Dillon. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you there. You get to learn from, if it stays the same, you get to learn from Denny Hamlin, Christopher Bell, Kyle Bush, Martin Truex. I mean, that's a murderer's row with, with champions and they see something in Reddick that, um, championship caliber. And I mean, he is out driving his equipment. I truly believe that he is outperforming the, the, the cars that he has on a weekly ba- basis. So, um, I'm, I'm all for back in Reddick. I think it's going to put a little chip on his shoulder. He's going to be like, yeah, well, I'm going to go out here and fucking prove it. And you know, they may not let him in the manufacturer's meetings anymore. So what, you know, maybe he, he spends that time in the simulator getting better at his craft. Um, so I, I'm all for Reddick. That's a play on dude. The rest. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The year, I, I love it. Yeah, um, I agree with all those statements. And we've seen Reddick in the Xfinity Series. He's, he, he outperformed that car and won a championship. So... We know he's got the speed. He, he, I mean, he's looked really good in that 48 car as well when, he's, when he goes down there to the Xfinity Series in that big machine car. Yeah, he I just mean, makes everything look fast, whether it is fast or not. That's what I was going to say. I mean, that, that thing is probably probably a turd. I mean, we, we see it when he's not in there. That, that thing is a boat anchor. So, Well, we'll find out this week because Ty Dillon is in that car this week in the Xfinity Series. So... We'll see if he uh, wheels that thing to a top ten because I think I think he can finish in the top ten because that car is better than what he's been driving recently in the Xfinity series. So we'll see for sure. All right, I'm scanning the list here. I'm trying to think of where you're going next, and I'm also prepared to be wrong. So what are you looking at? I like Truex this weekend. I can see it over who? I don't. I don't love who I'm fading. But I'm fading. Den- uh, I'm not fading Denny Ham. But mm. this is more of a play on Truex. Okay, so we're we're uh, we're taking him against Hamlin. Yes, are uh, you, I'm looking at. Are you banking on Ross turning him again? What's that? Are you banking on Ross Chastain turning Hamlin? Oh, not, I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, it's very possible <laughs> as we've seen the past few weeks, but. That wasn't the that wasn't the first angle I took when I looked at this. Um, th- what I'm looking at is Truex on these 
flatter short tracks compared to Denny Hamlin. I'm just looking at where he kind of stands. Uh, he's been really good, and on you know on these specific types of tracks, and he's been showing better recent form as of late. Um, I know Denny Hamlin's gotten good history here, so it's it's, it's not my favorite play in the world. But I I kind of looked at it and just I liked where Truex was. Uh, he kind of had the issue last year, like I said, with the rain. I know it caught him out of um, off guard early with the spin. So I just I feel like Truex at Sonoma wasn't really as bad as it looked. Joe Gibbs was off as a whole, but I mean, he was kind of, I, he was the fastest car when it came to that, te- that organization. So I think Truex is in a better spot than he was earlier in the year. He kind of knows what he's doing next year. This is a place where he's had success. I can look at his track history, but we know that Truex is making his hay uh, on these sh- short tracks in his career lately. So that's kind of the side I'm going on. And I, I know, like you said, Denny, Denny Hamlin's got a lot of distractions right now. He's, he, he may not be focused on what's in front of him. He may, he may be too focused on that one car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got the one car. He's got this Tyler Reddick announcement. Um, and then he's got, you know, the actual race. And, man, I mean, he, he's a boomer bus play this year. And I think, I think he missed an opportunity last weekend. He, he's a fantastic super speedway racer. Um, so he's going to have to scratch and claw and find some playoff points um, because he has not been impressive even in one of his wins uh, this year. He was he was not very good, which is weird to say. But, yeah, he, he's he's uh, he's really got to bear down, and I, I don't know if he's going to. Yeah, so I got oh, one I'm- more. I haven't officially played. I'm not sure if it's going to be played. Hmm. But um, you You're saying deny- we should definitely play it. 100%. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing it. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You can't deny the pace of Ryan Blaney at Short Tracks this year. It's a little juicy. It's uh, Ryan Blaney over Chase Elliott, minus 125. We know Hendrick generally isn't very good here at Richmond. We know Blaney is the fastest car this year on Short Flats. Uh, very predictable race. Uh, so this is kind of a situation where I don't mind playing into the juice a little bit with Aaron Blaney. Uh, he's, he's needs a win. He should run up front. He qualifies up front frequently. So with he's that got, in mind. He's got what, two poles here? Well, let me like see here. Um, and we know clean air is king, so getting it up front is is literally half the battle. So – that one lap tomorrow is huge, huge for the, the actual race on Sunday. You know, believe it yeah. or not. In the last three races, uh, Chase Elliott's average finish has been 18.7 with a driver rating of 85.7, which is good for not quite the top 10. Yeah, that's uh, not good. Laney's been six there, 9.7. So, nice. pretty right. nice edge What's there, it? I would say. Awesome. Uh, do we have anything else? That's all I got. That's all I got, uh, too. I don't uh, have any top threes or top fives yet. Um, I'm not going to lie. All these head-to-heads are a surprise to me, so I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. I feel like I got some bonus content just hanging out with you. 
Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's what you're here for, right? To hear the analysis, man. It's all about the analysis and the... Right. Uh, I'll tell you, I, I like the analysis, but I also like just gambling. So I'm just <laughs> glad to have more more plays. Um, yeah, so you, do, you, do you have anything prepared for IndyCar? Because that is a little Sunday show as well. Man, dude, I don't prepare. I don't think I prepare for IndyCar until about three hours prior to the green flag dropping, to be completely honest. I, yeah, we, we had a rough go in, with IndyCar uh, a couple weeks ago, last time out. But the race prior, uh, we swept. It was like a seven-unit yeah. seven banger. So what I'm going to do, what I promise our listeners and I promise our, our followers, is when Steve and I talk about this, I will go – to the same diner I was at and I will sit in the same booth and I will wear the same <laughs> socks and we will game plan this thing on Sunday morning. What do you think, Steve? Can, can we like pinky swear on this thing or, or what? Well, how about the parking spot? That's kind of the biggest deal amongst all of that, isn't it? The parking spot. Listen, bro. I thought I was pretty confident with, with, you know, finding the same diner. I have no idea where I parked. Oh. I'll guess. I'm going to guess. Or review the, the security footage. Maybe they still have that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta you gotta know where you parked, man. That's that's a huge deal. Damn, Steve. This this is the the analysis I think that we're all here for. Like what parking spot were you in? Yeah, man. That's 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 where it's at. But yeah, I, I don't have anything for IndyCar. I see they're in Toronto. There you go. It's Arch's backyard. Oh, there so, we go. Maybe Arch should uh go to the race and take some notes. And uh, maybe attend the practice sessions and, and then come back and let us know what you think. What do you think about that? I'm not fucking going to Toronto. <laughs> Is that close to where you are in Saskatchewan? Not, not even close. Or Calgary? Uh-huh. I'm just guessing. I just it's know you're in a big far, old country up north. It, it's all pretty far away from me. It's all spread all right. out here. Mm. You Canadians. Cool, man. Well, we'll, uh, we'll, get that, we'll get that out to the book club first, and then we'll, we'll get that out an hour an hour before the race on Twitter. But uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, Steve? No Formula One this weekend. Um, but, yeah, that's about it. That's all I got. Uh, got SRX again. That will be fun to watch. I always enjoy watching that. Yeah, we're, we're heading to a dirt track somewhere in Missouri. Yeah. So, um, Missouri. Missouri. And uh, I wrote a little article for Odds Checker on there. Um, mm. Yo, what up? It got retweeted by the actual SRX account. So that's pretty oh, cool. Wow. Yeah, pretty cool. So uh, we're on Tony Stewart. Spoiler alert, it's on dirt. So um, nobody's beating that guy. So go lock in plus 250. Get your money. Man, I love that. Oh, it's so good. And we could bet it in New Jersey. So um, <laughs> Archie could send me some some rubles or pesos or something, and your money will also get reviewed on DraftKings. Okay, there you go. All right. Yeah, that's my promise to you. Oh, what about Newman on, on the dirt, though? Newman's don't like dirt- it. Dirt guy, don't like it. And, don't uh, like it. I don't like it. Really? No. Nope. Not Newman this week. Uh, one that I did look at is a name you may recognize. Kenny Schrader's in the the field. You remember Kenny? You see that? Yeah, the old Skull Bandit car back in the the Cup Series. He's got four career Cup wins. Uh, he's also part owner of that I fifty five track, so he runs he runs a lot of stuff there. He ran the SRX test car there uh, before the season started what do you think of him eight to one i don't know i haven't seen ken schrader race since he was in the m&m's car yeah dude he's old so he's like 60 <laughs> something he's a fossil 
yeah, I'm, I'm passing. I just thought it was a cool angle. We got Haley Deegan back this week, too. How about that? No truckers this weekend, so she's got to go other places, and uh, we know she's uh, good on the dirt. She is. Interesting. Okay. Okay. So that's another race we're not going to bet Haley Deacon. Don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. Normally, I'm not on video, and you can't see me shaking my head like this. Don't bet on Haley Deacon. Don't bet on Haley Deacon. (laughs) Gosh. You got to resist the urge. Yeah, you got to resist the urge. Is that it? That's it, man. That's all I got. All right, man. It's always good hanging out with you guys. Every week, it's so much fun. Steve, I'm glad the voice is back. It sounds strong. The new voice doesn't sound stronger than the old one. Does it really? I appreciate that. I was hoping that I would get a little bit of an upgrade there. <laughs> we can rebuild him bigger, faster, stronger. stronger. That's how it is, right? Yeah. So, Arch, again, thanks for having us, dude. Thanks for giving us an outlet. Thanks for letting us talk shit in the dgens.net. Love it. Um, happy to be here bro we'll we'll see you next week all right steve see you around we'll see you next week information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners operators or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.